Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and I'm joining you today on Christmas Day. Uh, whether it's morning, evening, or afternoon for you guys, um, it is Christmas barely afternoon for me. And so what a wonderful, wonderful day that we celebrate today, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And without his birth, we would be lost. We would be condemned. So today is a wonderful, wonderful day for us to celebrate as Christians. And I'm so thankful for what the Lord Jesus Christ did. Could you imagine God, God himself coming to earth, being born of a virgin, and then being born in a manger of all places, right? Can you imagine? There was no room for them in the end. God Almighty taking on flesh, humbling himself to come to live a perfect life, to die for our sins, and so that God could raise him three days later. What a wonderful, wonderful God we serve. There's a lot of people out there that worship a lot of different gods, but none of their gods have ever done what ours has. Of course, our God is the only God. He is the one true God. There is no other God but our God. And so, wow, how thankful we are. We are so thankful. And today is a day that we should be in prayer and in worship of the holy, righteous God that we serve. And I'm just, I'm just blown away. I'm blown, blown away by what God did for us. He took on flesh to be, you know, cared for by his creation. I mean, can you imagine? Wow. Wow, and I'm sure you guys have all heard the story read today from Luke chapter 2. That's the story that we most read um, on Christmas. And so I will be reading Luke chapter 2 this morning or afternoon, wherever you're listening from. And I will read a little bit of that today. But I just thought that, you know, today is a wonderful day. And, you know, we get a little flack from our other Christian brothers and sisters, there's those that say you shouldn't celebrate because Jesus wasn't born on December the 25th. Well, we all know that. All Christians know that. But we celebrate his birth today. This is the day that we choose to celebrate his birth. They're like, well, that's a pagan holiday. That's the winter solstice. Like, look, yeah, the pagans can do whatever they want to do. But we took this holiday. We took this holy day to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, our Emmanuel, God with us, our Messiah, the Christ. And so today is all about Jesus. And uh, what really hurts me is that, you know, the Christian brethren are so, so divisive. You know, they're so divided. And some of them are so hateful, which really hurts my heart. And I know it hurts God's heart, too. Could you imagine your children being that hateful. It's like the pre-millennials against the all-millennials against the whatever millennials. It's all going to work out, millennial. You know what I mean? You know, it hurts his heart when they fight like that. Now, we can have discussions and we can have, you know, debates. and But we still have to love our brothers and sisters. You know, we're going to spend eternity with them. It's a long time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I know it hurts God's heart uh, when his children fight. And so it's one thing to disagree. It's one thing to say, hey, you know, I see this, you know, different by, you know, whatever. But it's another thing to attack your brothers and sisters. And so keep that in mind. Um, if you're one of those people um, who think the 
Christmas is pagan and you think the Christmas tree is pagan and you think all this is pagan, pagan, pagan and you heathens and all this stuff. Remember that. Just, you know, remember what God would say. What would God tell you? What would your heavenly Abba Father say to you if you were standing before him? Of course, we'd all be kneeling, but I mean, we don't our face. But if you're standing before him, what would he say to you if you're attacking your brothers and sisters for celebrating the day that he sent his son into this world to save us? Hmm, I don't know. I want to think on that one. Okay, guys, so let's read uh, Luke chapter 2. I'm reading out of the New King James Version. And uh, I got this study Bible on eBay uh, from a wonderful seller there. And I think it's Just Some Deals. So if you're ever on eBay and you see Just Some Deals, show them some love. Um, it's the full color study Bible, New King James, um, Thomas Nelson. And um, it is, um, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's got uh, all kinds of historical, cultural, it's got pictures, it's got everything in it like the gospels before you start to read it actually gives a geography and the history and the culture and where these cities are and maps that's amazing it's such a blessing but i ordered this um on the 21st and i just you know ordered it on ebay they actually had a really good deal on it everywhere else i found was like 50 60 70 dollars for this bible and um, they had it for 27 dollars, and i was like what so i thought oh the lord the lord made a way and so i was able to purchase the bible and so i put the thing in you know that monday morning ebay boom they sent it out the exact same day from new york niagara falls new york and it got all the way to texas um by the 23rd i was like whoa that's amazing that is the lord right there so that was my christmas present and i'm so thankful for it and so if you guys get a chance to pick one of these up head to ebay See if you can find one or christianbooks.com or there's a lot of other places you can go to find it. But I tell you, I recommend it. Uh, the last copyright for this one, it's the third edition, was 2018. And um, I am just so thankful for it. <clears throat> so guys, my throat, oh, my throat, my voice is not quite where it used to be. So I'm going to be drinking some coffee, you know. Mm. And so we're going to get on to Luke chapter 2. Christ born of Mary. So... And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Cornelius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there and the, the days were complete for her to be delivered and she thought or I'm sorry and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. glory in the highest verse 8 now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night and behold an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. 
Oh, man, wonderful. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heaven, heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. Now, when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all who heard it marveled in those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. Folks, what a wonderful, wonderful story of what our God has done for us. You know, there's a lot of people that worship a lot of different pagan things and idolatry and everything else. But none of them, none of these pagan Wooden, dead, nothing has ever done anything for them like what our God has done for us. Our God took on flesh, came down as a baby, and grew up, and lived the perfect sinless life, taught us how to live, and then he died for us. He sacrificed himself for us. God sacrificed his own son for us. And Jesus was obedient to that because Jesus loves us that much that much so remember when all your friends are you know celebrating santa claus or whatever they want to celebrate just remember what we celebrate and what the reason really is for this season you know the the corporate world and satan has been working hard really hard to take christ out of this season you know mm. he's gone on and he said He's put it into the worldly system, which is commercials and all this stuff. They've commercialized Christmas. It's no longer, the world no longer celebrates the Lord Jesus Christ, but we do. And we live in a fallen world. You guys need to remember that things are only going to get worse. That's what the Bible says will wax worse and worse. And that's King Jimmy language right there. King James version. So anyway, uh, guys, I just wanted to come and bring you guys some hope. And the reason why we celebrate today, of course, we all know Jesus was not born on December 25th. <laughs> we know that. Uh, some scholars believe he was actually born more like in September. But um, that's not what we celebrate. It's not a, you know, we're not dead set. We celebrate the reason we celebrate Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. We celebrate our Father God for what he's done for us. And the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, if you want to do the King James Version. <laughs> that's what we celebrate so today i'll leave you with that um you know i'll come on a little later on today i'm gonna look for some headlines and stuff like that but today i'm gonna study the word be in the word spend some time uh communing with my heavenly father the lord jesus and the holy spirit today um i was i did not make it to church this morning you know there's the old saying there's the ceo christians the uh christmas and easter only christians <laughs> and that's kind of sad but at least they go on those days i didn't even make it to christmas this year i didn't even make it to church to christmas today so i hope the lord forgives me for that i've been working a lot of hours and i realized last night that 
that train was not going to stop. And, you know, if they, you know, if you give them an inch, they're going to expect a mile. You know, I learned last night that that's what they're going to do. And they're going to continue to do that. And it's not going to get any better. And so I do believe I will be leaving there next week and uh, taking the new position uh, January the 2nd. And so I think the Lord, because um, I thought, well, the Lord has called me here to the station. I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, I get to, you know, man, pray with a lot of people, fellowship with people, you know, man, encourage each other. It's been wonderful. It has been wonderful with the people that I've met. But the place where I work, um, they're terrible um, buses, people are stranded, have been stranded for three days, people can't get to Christmas, there's all kinds of stuff, but it's like an ongoing thing, it's not necessarily the weather, and so, you know, uh, I got punched the other day, and so things are just getting a little bit um, too stressful for me, and uh, the way they run that place is absolutely terrible, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, do not ever get on a Greyhound bus, I'm not going to tell you. Anyway, I do work security um, station there. I don't work for Greyhound, but I work for another company. But I will kind of give you a little idea of what's going on. I know you guys, um, if you've listened to me for a while, you know I've been having a really rough health year, health-wise year. And so I did have the echo, the transthoracic uh, echocardiogram last week. I did receive the results. They were not promising <laughs> they were not not good and they're not bad I mean don't get me wrong they're not bad I don't want you know that praise the Lord and when I had that done I told God I said you know whatever whatever it says is what I will go with you know because you're ultimately in control and so whenever you want to take me you can take me you know if you want me to stay then I'm going to stay um you know it doesn't really matter what all these things say right because my faith is not in a doctor my faith is not in a a procedure or uh, whatever my faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ and that's my hope and so we'll kind of give you an ideas um I, I think it's called um valve valve disease heart valve disease so um all four of my valves are leaking <laughs> so this is you know news to me but it does make a lot of sense it does make a lot of sense with the the issues that I've been having but they're not bad it's all considered mild um it's a mitral valve uh, what they summarize that they're all leaking, but they, I think they summary so far as like mitral valve, which is, you know, I found, um, my half brother. And if you guys don't know, I was adopted at birth. And so was my brother. He was adopted at birth too. But my half brother, I found, I didn't know who my dad was, you guys, until, um, like earlier this year. And I think March or April, something around there. And I actually, uh, it was uh, Ancestry.com or something like, oh, you got a hit. And I was like, oh, so I looked on there. And at first, because you know, when I first found my half-sister, they said, um, you know, you could be second cousins or something. I'm like, what? You know, so I don't really bank all that. But then this one hit, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he uh, he kind of looks like me. So anyway, uh, we haven't met yet, but we do talk. Uh, we text each other nonstop, just, just like we'd always known each other. It's amazing. And um, anyway... Uh, he said that uh, uh, my biological father, which was his dad, died having his mitral valve replaced. So, died on the table. And so, I was like, oh boy. But he was also 80-something years old. They told him he didn't need to replace it. But he thought, oh, it'll make me feel young again. Well, it, yeah, he's young in the Lord, I guess, right now, up in heaven. So, anyway, that was, you know, so I, I kind of had an idea that it probably ran in the family. And so, it does run in the family. And so, I got that part of it. Um, I do have a, uh, they call it an aortic 
uh, aneurysm. And so I have that at the base of my heart. And so if you guys uh, would pray, boy, I sure would appreciate that. I sure would appreciate it. Um, I mean, it's not anything, I don't think, uh, dangerous. I always thought an aneurysm was like you were bleeding out. I didn't realize it was just like a, 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 a expanded part, like a balloon or something. I was like, oh. <laughs> and once it gets to a certain size, then they go in um, to repair that. And so I have... Um, um, I have a, a, a consultation, of course, with my cardiologist coming up in January, and I guess we're going to discuss all of this. Um, the uh, uh, Another physician that did the, the one there at the hospital is the one that sent me my results. And so anyway, um, you know, I'm, I'm not concerned at all. But, um, you know, if you guys have listened to me for a while, I've been wish-washing and back and forth and wrestling, like, should I stay at this job? Should I go? Should I stay? I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I think the Lord has called me. Like, people always say, oh, God's called, you know, now that, oh, maybe I should be here, you know, and then I felt guilty, like, if I don't stay. But then once I got those results, I realized I, I really can't stay. It's a very stressful job, very stressful. And, um, and so I realized that because I'm out of breath and I'm like, oh, man, well, it makes a lot of sense now with what I know. And so, of course, I called, you know, my um, branch manager and left him a voicemail, sent him a text, everything. No answer, no nothing. I sent uh, other his wife, which also does our time, I sent her all the information, nothing. I said, look, I can't work doubles anymore. Uh, I, I can't continue to work six days a week anymore for you. Um, you know, whatever, because my dad, I finally put my foot down and said, look, I'm taking Sundays off. I'm taking Sundays off. You know, I have to spend time with the Lord. I've got to have a day off. And so he's like, okay, you understand. But the only problem is I work two doubles going up to Sunday. So I really don't, you know, get that day off, if you know what I mean. So anyway, um, I sent him that information. I told him, look, I can't work doubles for you anymore. I can't work six days a week. I said, you know, I have some heart issues and I'm going to have to get these things taken care of. I can't be under a lot of stress. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. And then Saturday, of course, you have all these issues. I've got the cops out there. We've got people uh, it's just crazy mad craziness is so stressful and so i have like just craziness and so anyway i caught he finally calls me like oh yeah i kind of got your message i was on the plane coming home uh i didn't really read all of it i was like okay and so i told him what was going on he's like oh wow i'm so sorry and within the same breath he goes well can you stay till 10 o'clock tonight and i was like no he goes well can you come in? i mean you know i was like fine i'll stay till 10 he goes well well if you, can you just stay till midnight? You know, that's just four more hours, you know. And I said, no, I can't stay till midnight. I said, look, my doctor said no. And he just kept pushing, pushing. I said, finally, I'll, I'll, I'll stay till midnight. And I didn't. I didn't. I, I told him, it's like, I've got dogs because I own a, a business. I don't get along with little doggies. And so I've had this business since 2013. And those are my priorities, you know, my dog customers <laughs> and cat customers. Occasionally, I'll have a horse customer and a cow, too. So, <laughs> you know, I had birds. I've had all kinds of things. I, I don't do snakes. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I will do, you know, anything else just about. So anyway, uh, and I told him, I said, I, you know, these come, these are my priorities. I've got to let them in. It's going to drop, you know, below 35 tonight. And he said, oh, well, just take your break and go do that and then come back. I said, okay. And so I was like, all right, fine. And so we had like a hundred and some odd passengers stranded, crazy, got some hotel. It's just insane, extremely stressful. Calling the police, you know, people, you know, threatening it, you know, it's all kinds of craziness, right? And it was understanding when you get home for Christmas, you know, but uh, it's just an ongoing, more everyday thing. It used to not be that bad with uh, Greyhound, but they're getting worse, you know, no drivers, just like everywhere else, you know. And this was extremely stressful. I was helping, you know, the front. I was helping them, you know, the one person they're working, trying to handle all this stuff. It was very stressful. 
And uh, so when I get stressed, now I understand why I get short of breath and all this craziness, right? And so it's whatever. So I go let the dogs in. Um, I was feeling worse and worse and worse. And I was like, you know what? I said, I'm not. I'm not going to slave for this company who could care less, you know? So I sent him a text message. I said, look, I'm leaving at 10 o'clock. And so he sends it back to me. He said, okay. So, but I did. I hung in until 11 because we had some other people coming in. So anyway, I hung in until 11. And uh, so as soon as I clocked out, because they had me scheduled till the midnight, of course, I get like six text messages on my phone. So-and-so deployed at blah, 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 left early. Like all these like, I was like, is that how y'all really feel about people? So anyway, that right there kind of sealed the deal last night that I think the Lord is telling me that, hey, I had you there for a season. You know, you've accomplished what I've, I've wanted you to accomplish. Now I'm going to move you to another place, to another part. And so I feel at peace now with the decision that I've made to leave next week. And so... Anyway, if you guys are struggling um, with stuff like that, just keep praying. Just keep praying. The Lord's going to let you know. Once you get peace about it, you're going to know this is what the Lord has called me. But just keep praying. Don't like, keep wrestling. You know, like I think Jacob, you know, wrestled with the Lord. So just keep wrestling. And uh, he'll, he'll pull you through. But I will tell you this much. Um, I was a salaried manager for like 20 some odd years. And so I worked 70, 80 hours a week. Um, non-stop sometimes seven days a week I did that forever and ever and ever I did that forever and you know what those companies don't care you know you drop dead on the job they don't care they'll have that position filled you know in like two days they don't care so I'm going to tell you this right now if that's what you're working and you're not being able to spend time with the Lord with your family with your friends with what really matters get out get out the Lord has called us all to work we should all work we should all work with a joyful heart as if we're working to the Lord but he doesn't want your whole life to be work he does not want that he wants you to have time with family, with your friends, to fellowship with him, to fellowship with other believers. So if you're not being able to do that, like I haven't been able to do that, then it's time to step back and ask the Lord, what should I do? And he's going to let you know. It may take a while. You may wrestle for a little bit like I did, um, but he's always going to give you an answer and you're always going to have peace about that answer. So somebody else is struggling. I hope this may help them because you know what? I've struggled with that because this job that I have now is only supposed to be part-time, 30 hours, because I want to focus on, you know, my podcast and my books and studying with the Lord and, you know, doing these kind of things and, you know, just doing other stuff to help, you know, further the kingdom. I want to work for God. And so, but I was able to do that where I'm at now too, because I get the fellowship with folks too. So wherever God has called you, he will use you wherever he's called you. So if I end up going to do whatever, I know the Lord can use me there if I ask him, like, Lord, please use me. And he will. He's going to use you. You know, he'll use you. If you if you allow the Holy Spirit to work through you, the Holy Spirit will work through you. So guys, with that, I want to get out of here. Uh, i going to spend some time with the Lord, fellowshipping with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and my Heavenly Father God, and yours too, my Abba Father. I'm going to read His Word today, and I'll probably come back on later on this evening and do a podcast of what's going on in the world. Of course, you know, there's always stuff going on in the world. I, my phone's been going off like nonstop with, you know, Fox News and all of this, which I don't really watch that much. But if, you know, something like a headline comes across, I'll check out the headline. But anyway, guys, with it, get in the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you, like for real. Let's let it happen. And so, as we all say together, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, come. 
And he may come today. He may come tonight. He may come in the next five minutes or maybe a hundred years from today. But he is coming. He is coming. Believe that. So thank you guys so much for listening to me ramble today. <laughs> you know, I tend to ramble a little bit, but, uh, you know, I just say what's on my heart. Hope you guys know that. Hope you guys know that I love each and every one of you guys that listen. Uh, they go to my website. Um, thank you guys so much for buying the books. I really do appreciate that. I hope, I just hope that they speak to you. Um, I hope that the Holy Spirit can use that, those books or whatever, the stories, whatever, just to give you encouragement, hope. And if you're lost, to bring you to the Lord, to plant a seed. That's all, that's all, I, that's all I really want is just to bring people, uh, to glorify God. It means it brings attention to God is what that means. So you know, here in Texas, we got to say bye three times. So anyway, <laughs> with that, guys, I'm really going to get off of here. So um, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today. I thank you so much for your son, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much. We just praise you. Praise your holy, righteous name. Father God, we praise you. and We praise the Holy Spirit. We are in awe of everything that you've done for us. And every single day, you continue to amaze us every day father thank you for your precious precious word we are so thankful for your promises we are so thankful for your word because it is living and active so it convicts us and it also saves us it also comforts us it also encourages us so lord i pray that we will all get into your word spend more time in your word and more time in prayer with you Thank you so much, Father God, for all that you've done for us. And I ask that you would encourage us, bless us all, Lord. And Father, please, please protect all of those, Lord God, who are living in hostile nations right now, hostile to you, hostile nations that they don't consider you uh, okay for them to speak about, that they could be killed just because they worship you, God. They could be killed just because they want to tell people about what you've done for them. Father, please protect them. Send your mighty angels, Lord, to watch over them and to protect them, to go before them and, and go behind them, Lord, so that they may preach your gospel. They will preach your kingdom come. Father God, I thank you for all these things. And I ask you everything in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>